What up? Man, it's been a while. Um, honestly, there's no real good reason for it. I've just been slacking. And eh, I guess I've been a little busy. But anyways, we're back, getting back into it now. All right. I'm gonna, and I know I say this every episode that I'm going to make this, put them out more regularly. Um, but I think Fridays are going to be the new day that I start putting them out. So we'll see what happens. We'll go from there. Um, it's just been a pretty crazy. Man, I haven't done one of these in like three months. Damn. I just keep being like, next week, next week, next week. <clears throat> and anywho. But I'm back now, um, doing a solo one again for now. Um, I'm not sure who I'm going to have coming here, but we'll figure it out, dummies. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, one of the first things I wanted to get into, just to get a little, I mean, it's not serious, but it's just something that bothers me. So, uh, for those that live around me or whatever, or in the Houston area, whatever you want to call it, um... There's been a big, uh, or not, uh, I don't even know how you would say it. There's been a rising issue lately with uh, drunk driving and people killing people because of drunk driving and all this kind of bullshit. And it's kind of a gray area for me. Um, as people that know me would know that I'm a bartender, so the ones that don't know me, I'm a bartender. Um... So, with uh, drunk driving, you know, killing people while drunk driving has become more regular lately. Uh, you know, the city decided to start uh, going after the bartenders as well, you know, as far as uh, pressing charges and all that hoopla. Um, which, to me, I understand it, but at the same time, it's a gray area um you know because when you see that somebody you know died in a car accident from a drunk driver and you know they'll the news outlet will post that they're gonna you know come after the bartenders too and you know i've i went through the comments and you know some people are like yeah fuck them blah blah, blah. they need to go to jail too which is understandable in certain in certain scenarios uh like for example one scenarios five bartenders or like three bartenders and a manager got arrested or something because they were serving this kid that was underage and they were doing shots with him and you know he had like six shots and like eight beers or some shit so that is clearly the bartenders are in the fault for one they're serving a minor for two they that's completely over serving people that being said if it's a very tricky situation in the sense that there's some people that have a higher tolerance than other people. And I've seen it firsthand. You know, I've seen, you know, people that take two shots and they're obliterated and they're done, you know, whatever. And then I've seen people take fucking eight and they're completely fine. And so it's hard to, you know, um, walk that line when you have to cut people off because, you know, they've had X amount of drinks, even though while they're talking, while they're speaking to you, they're coherent, they're not slurring, they're not swaying, they're not stumbling, they're not doing any of that shit. 
Um, but let's say he's had six drinks, and because he's had six drinks, I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to cut you off because you know you're already starting to get into that area where, uh, you know, if he was to get an accident, and they did, because now they'll go look at your like, uh, you know, your bank records to see, uh, you know, your uh, like if you paid with your card, how many drinks you actually had, and all that kind of shit. Um, you know, and if they see that you had six, that's enough, you know, to get for us to be held responsible or whatever. So that kind of, you know, it's a tricky line to walk. Um, because at the same time, the only thing we can go by is what we see. Now, that being said, I've had people to where they've only had three or four drinks at my bar, but when they, they could have had three or four somewhere else. And, you know, people can have three or four and still seem completely sober and completely fine. You know, how am I supposed to know that he's already had X amount of drinks somewhere else? So, um, I've also seen people turn on a dime, so they'll seem fine. And then I give them that one more, and then all of a sudden, they're fucking hammered. Now, that being said, you know, I, we... I assume most bartenders do their best to get somebody to pick them up, get them a cab, get them an Uber, you know, have somebody else drive them home. Hopefully they have a DD or whatever. But, you know, a lot of the times that's not the case. And a lot of the times people are fucking stubborn. So they take offense when you cut them off and they want to talk shit to you and blah, blah, blah. Um, so my thing is, if I cut someone off and they get, you know, because they're drunk or whatever. I can't force them to get a ride. I've, this is a true story. I had this guy, he came in and the bartender working with me overserved him. And this dude was like fell out of his chair. Like when he got up to leave, he like fell on the ground. So we called him a cab, a bar regular that was there even offered to pay for the cab, which she actually did pay for the cab. Um, we got him in the cab. There was like five of us trying to wrangle this guy. We got him in the cab because he kept arguing. He didn't want to leave his truck. He didn't want to leave his truck, which is fucking stupid. Um, so we finally get him in the cab, and uh, we're trying hard for him to tell us where where he lives. You know, so finally we get it out of him. We get his address. We give it to her. She puts it in the phone. Boom! She's about to take off. Whatever. So. I come back inside and I'm back behind the bar and literally within two minutes I get a, the, the bar phone rings. So I answer it and she tells me it's her, the cab driver. Well, apparently right before she pulled out to the, the street that the bar's on that main street, he fucking threw the door open, jumped out of the cab, ran to his truck, jumped in his truck like, turned it on, threw it in reverse as quickly as he could. So by the time I answered the phone, she told me that, and I ran outside, I could see him hauling ass down the street. And for one, that pissed me off. For two, if that motherfucker ever came back, I would be like, get the fuck out. Like, I'm not, I'm not even going to let you in here anymore. But let's say he had, you know, hauling ass down the road, he would have, you know, sideswiped somebody because he took a red light. 
Um, that to me is where that gray area comes in. I mean, I'm sure we would have been covered a little bit because we literally got him a cab. We literally placed him in the cab, paid the cab driver for him, and he decided when he was pulling out of when she was pulling out of the street, he jumped out of the taxi and ran back to his truck. I get that. We probably would have been okay. That being said, it, it's it sucks because now that we're being held accountable, and here's the thing, I get being held accountable if you completely disregard this person's behavior and continue to serve him. If he's like slurry and stumbling and he asks for a beer and you continue to give him beer after beer after beer, even though he's completely hammered and it's super obvious that he's wasted and you continue to serve him, by all means, yeah, you should be in trouble too. You should get prosecuted too. That, But the thing also is bars get fucking crazy. And we get busy as fuck. So I can say, hey, that guy's cut off. And I tell my whole staff, hey, that guy's cut off. Fine. But there's so many people coming to the bar. I don't know who his fucking friends are. I can't keep track of everyone's face. So if a complete random stranger comes up and he's like, hey, let me get three beers or three shots or whatever. I'm like, okay. And I serve it to him. And now this guy, because he knows we cut him off, is hiding you know, in the back corner of the bar. And these people are still bringing him shots and feeding them to him. Do I still be get held accountable for that? Because how am I supposed to know? I can't see through the, you know, the numerous around amounts of people around me. Like I can't keep an eye on everyone and everything at all times. Like it's impossible. It doesn't even matter if you're, you have like six waitresses on the floor or five bartenders or you know where you have a lot of eyes. There's still you're still gonna lose people, you know, in the crowds. So at this point, it I get them trying to come after us because they they feel it'll it'll help which it, I'm I'm sure it does to a degree but at the same time like I said it's a very gray area if you're if you are negligent if you are purposefully you know feeding a drunk guy that's stumbling and falling down more alcohol yes you're an asshole you should get you know uh, you should get in trouble for that. But 90% of the time, a lot of us, we try to stick and do our job well. You know, we try to cut people off when they need to be. We try to not, you know, we ID everyone. We try to, you know, try to obey the law as much as we possibly can. But that being said, like, I, things slip through the cracks. And we can't help that sometimes. And it's a scary thing, you know, to know that we as bartenders can get in trouble for not babysitting y'all well enough, which sucks because that's basically what we're becoming is glorified babysitters. We're babysitting, you know, it, you know, it, everyone that comes in to drink are adults. So it kind of sucks because you, you kind of tell yourself like, man, they're adults. They should be able to fucking be mature enough to cut their own damn selves off, you know? And, um, I mean, I do, if I feel I'm good, I'm, I'll tell you like, no, I'm good. I don't want no more. Somebody tries to buy me a shot, I'll tell them straight up. If you buy me a shot, I'm going to throw it out. Like, I'm not going to take it. Or I'll fake take it and throw it out. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I'd rather not even get myself into any situation like that. But that being said, you know, cutting people off is kind of a tricky situation sometimes. And it is kind of hard at times, too, just because, you know, you have to, there's confrontations. 
You know, a lot of the times the people that you have to cut off are fucking assholes. I've had people try to fight me because I've cut them off. You know, stupid shit like that. Like, people don't know how to act. Um. So, yeah, you have to get used to confrontation. You have to get used to, you know, people cussing you out or getting upset or whatever. But, hey, you're not worth my job. And not even that. You're not worth my life. Like, I could go to jail for, a, some, like, a ridiculous amount of time. Because your dumbass doesn't know how to control your alcohol and you went out and fucking killed, like, someone or family or whoever. And uh, and that's why now I'm just like, if I feel you're done, you're done. And I'm not going to feel guilty. You can call me an asshole or talk shit about me or whatever. Like, I had to cut this lady off one time, too. And um, I knew. I just had a feeling. I was like, I'm going to keep an eye on her or on them because it was two of them. And they were with two other friends. Luckily, this night wasn't that busy, so I could actually keep an eye on them. I could see them. But the two friends they were with were fine. And uh, they came up, told her, and I'm like, look, we're not going to give your friends, your other couple, your because there's four of them. And they were both couples. Like, well, So we can't give the other couple another round of drinks because they're done. They're fucked up. So she pretended to understand whatever. So she ordered a beer and something else. So... I'm keeping an eye, I'm keeping an eye on, and finally, I knew it. I see her pass, because she got a tall beer. I see her pass the beer to the woman I we cut off. So as soon as I see that, I call my door guy, and I'm like, get him the fuck out. Like, they're all done. Like, take the beer from him. They're done. Like, they got to leave, like, right now. Because I cut them off, and I specifically told her, don't give them any drinks. If you give them any drinks, then I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Sure enough, they were stupid enough to think I couldn't see them, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I made them leave, and I had to take the beer from them. And it's, if you have friends like that, they don't give a fuck about you, Let's, in all honesty. You know, I, I had, uh, I see so many people come in, and they hang around with so-called friends that they honestly don't give a fuck about you. I'm a real big asshole with my friends about letting them drive drunk. Now, a lot of the times, some of them don't listen to me, and it does piss me off, and I do give them shit. But for the most part, I refuse to let them drive. I don't give a fuck. Because, see, with strangers is, is one thing, but with your friends, you can at least say, fuck you, and take their keys. If they get upset with you, be like, I don't give a fuck. You'll thank me tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, man, it's a, it's a shitty thing, you know? Um, obviously I don't like to see, you know, a mother and a daughter, you know, getting obliterated, you know, by a drunk driver or whatever the case may be. Um, like for, there's this place, I'm not going to mention, not going to mention it by name, but there's this place and it's notorious for, uh, over serving people. Like there's over 10 uh, altercations and situations that have happened there and like five of them have resulted in like drunk driving crashes and the rest are like with arrests and people getting shot outside the place and stupid all kinds of stupid shit so it blows my mind the fact that this place is still even open and it blows my mind that i still see people that go to this place like i don't know for me i'm just i, I have no interest in ever stepping foot in a place like that because that to me is for it to happen that much 
your employees straight up don't give a fuck. Like, they, everybody, or not everybody, I'm not going to say that. But a lot of the people there obviously do not give a fuck. And they just continue to overserve. So whoever's managing or, or the bartenders or whatever, they are all doing a terrible job at cutting people off and and managing. Because like I said, yeah, some slip through the fucking cracks. But I mean, I, I'm at least batting almost a thousand. You know what I mean? It, And they're, you know, more than 50 you know, I'm not going to say 50%, but they have so many people within just the past, like, two years that have gotten in trouble for drinking and driving from that place. There's literally been over five crashes, and they all say they came from there. It is fucking ridiculous. So it they don't give a fuck. So me as a I just can't go there. I refuse to go there. If anybody tells me, hey, let's go there, I'm like, no, I'm not going there. I'm not supporting a place that, you know, is responsible for at least four fatalities. Like, I can't, no. And yeah, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's some good bartenders there that, you know, they don't, they're not the ones that do it. And I'm sure they get cut up people off and stuff like that. But I just can't. And maybe it's just, maybe I'm just a dumbass. I don't know. Maybe I just need to get off my soapbox and, you know, stop pretending like I'm not guilty of anything, I guess. Hey, this is America, so I can have whatever fucking opinion I want, goddammit. Um, but it does suck. But hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's just been something that's been kind of on my mind lately. It just kind of sucks. And as a job, it can be pretty stressful, you know, like I said. And people don't realize that. They think you're cutting them off because you're just an asshole. Like, oh, you want to cut me off just for no reason. It's like, no, I'm not trying to be a dick. And I don't want to impede your, you know, you having a good time, having a fun night, and having out, going out with friends on the weekend, blah, blah, blah. If you're celebrating something, I don't, you know, I don't want to ruin your night or anything like that. But you have to understand that I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the people around you. And I'm doing it for myself. Because a lot of people don't realize that we can go to jail for over 10 years, depending on what exactly happens. We lose our license. We can never bartend ever again. Um, We lose our job. We basically... We lose just as much as you would if you got into a, a wreck while you were drunk. Like, our our lives would be basically fucking over. So, are you worth my job? Fuck no. Are you worth my life? Fuck no. You can cuss me out all you want, bro. You can call me an asshole, flick me off, slam your bottle on the, on the counter, which I have had all this happen. Um... It doesn't make a diff. I do not care. Does not matter to me. Somebody that I will probably never see again because you, let's be honest, they probably won't come back. So like, fuck that place, that fucking skinny tattooed piece of shit bartender, fucking cut me off. 
that asshole, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck if you don't come back. Your $3 tip, I'll be all right without it. But if I lose my job, I won't be all right. If I go to jail for years to where I can't be with my son, I won't be all right. So that being said, you could eat a fucking dick because, you know, if you want to ruin your own life, that's fine. But if it's going to have effect on me, I'm going to look out for me first. Let's be honest. I cut people off now because I'm looking out for me. You're secondary. No, the people around you are secondary. Then you're, you're kind of whatever. If you want to fuck your own life up, that's you. You're a grown person. Do what the fuck you want. But if it's involving me, nah. Can't do it. Won't do it. Refuse. Nope. Declined. <laughs> but, you know, comes with the business. Comes with working at, the, at a bar. You know, sometimes shit's going to happen, which sucks, you know. Scary to know that, you know, I worked last night and I could wake up to see a Facebook post about somebody getting in a wreck coming from whatever, you know. Coming from my place or they went from my place to a different place and then they did that. So then I'm going to get asked about it and I'm going to have to, you know, go through the motions, get interviewed by cops and all kinds of shit. I don't need that in my life. I refuse. So, hey, grow up. Be an adult. Stop being fucking stubborn. If you're drunk, you're drunk. People act like it's a competition, like it's an Olympic event. Oh, I remember when I was fucking 18, drinking in people's backyards and be like, I could drink more than you. I wish I could get drunk off of like three shots. I'll save me some money. I can go home early. I wouldn't have to be out all night. But, I mean, oh, you drink 10 drinks and I can only drink 7 and I'm drunk? Oh, you're a badass now. Just because I'm cutting you off doesn't mean... Look, a term that I hate is... When people say, well, you think I can't handle my alcohol? Guess what? Nobody can handle alcohol. That's why we all get drunk. Eventually, everyone gets drunk. Everybody. Some people it just takes more than others. That's it. So I'm sorry if you get there, you know, if you're drinking too quick or whatever the case may be and you get there faster than others. Yeah, I'm cutting you off, honey. Sorry. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You're fucked up. And I don't know why that has to be so insulting. I wish people would. Hey, I've, I've gotten cut off maybe once in my life. But, hey, when I did get cut off, I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go home. But for the most part, I just cut myself off because I don't need that shit. I don't need to die in a car wreck. I don't need to go to jail for, you know, sideswiping somebody or some shit, whatever the case may be. I don't need that on, on my conscience and shit, man. It's not worth it. That one last beer. And then you, and then they sit there and beg. And they beg and they beg and they beg. Come on, man. Just one more. Come on, man. Uh, No. Come on, man. Just one more beer. Look, look. It doesn't even have to be a tall. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't have to be a tall beer. It could just be, uh, you know, like just a bottle, bro. No. I don't need no more beers in my life. Come on, man. Just 
All right, g- give me a light beer, man. Come on, just or look, look, just one more shot. Uh, you're moving in the wrong direction. Bring it back a little. I'm not <laughs> the stupid shit that people say when they want one more drink is <laughs> is fucking mind blowing. Just one more, man. I'm not driving. How do I know you're not driving? Because you tell me you're not driving? You're also telling me you're not dr- drunk when you're hammered. So, why would I believe you? Huh? Huh? I even saw you get there by yourself. Yeah, dunce. Why would I believe you? Come on, man. All right, just give me a water and a shot. Nope. Try again. Come on. All right. Just one more beer. You said that already. More options. Just try something else. How about a water? Yeah? How about a water and you go home? Yeah? That sounds like the the right way to go about it. I don't know what the hell this was. That, so- <laughs> that sounds like the best option. Water and get the fuck out. The shit we hear, man, you know, y'all people would be surprised, especially people that have never been a server of any sort. You'd be surprised the shit we hear. It is crazy. I've seen people beg for alcohol. How sad is that? Think about that. People have begged me for one more beer. Yeah, pathetic. Jesus Christ. Just go home, man. Shit. I'm sure you have probably, I mean, as as fucking drunk as you get, I'm sure you fucking have alcohol at home. Just go home and drink the beer that you have in your fridge. Drink the fucking natty light you have, you bum. Or the fucking keystone. Jesus Christ. It ain't worth it, man. Trust me. I've seen some shit. Some dark, heavy shit. But yeah, it is what it is. Also, so I was at the store today. Completely changing subjects now. I was at the store today, and because uh, my friend was buying a, a suitcase. And I saw this dude, and he had his sunglasses. You know how you take your sunglasses off, and you put the stem in your shirt. You know, and you hang them on here, or you know, that's the most common to me. Look, there's two options, okay? You put it here on your shirt, or you put it on top of your hat, which in some cases that does come off a little douchey. Just saying. But this was he had his sunglasses like with the stick, the stem, or whatever the fuck, uh, tucked in the back of his shirt. Ew. Ew. Nah. Nah. Don't do it. Like, <laughs> maybe I was just maybe I was just overthinking it. Maybe I don't know. But I was. Just, what are you doing? Either put it on the front, put it on your hat, or hey, leave them in your car. 
Don't fucking do that. Who does that? Who does that? Who thought, hey, I'm going to put it on my back. I'm going to put my sunglasses on my back. I don't know. Like I said, I might be overthinking it, but I don't know. It just can't, it rubbed me. It it pissed me off. All right. Let's just be honest. It pissed me off. Don't put your fucking sunglasses on your back. Front shirt, top of your head, leaving car. That's it. Three options. That's all you get. Or fourth option, maybe leave them on your face. But with the fourth option, you look like a douche because, hey, the sun's outside. Right? The sun is outside. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. Don't do that. No sunglasses on the back. Then you're the same guy that lost your sunglasses. And you're like, what the fuck? Where are they? Like, oh, maybe... Don't put them on your back. Just saying. Might help. You're welcome. <sighs> but yep, this has been a very interesting episode. Man, I haven't had a chance to vent like this in a while. Even though I'm venting about apps, I'm venting about someone's sunglasses. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ, what happened? Better be still recording. I don't know why I did that. One sec. It's never turned off on me like that, or at least on the screen. I don't know. Maybe it's been a while. Maybe I'm no longer good at what I'm doing. Or maybe I was just never good at it. But anyways. So just for a favor, guys, just to be, just to make this a little worth it. If you listen to the episode, just hit that little hit that little heart button. You know, if you're on SoundCloud. If you're on iTunes, hey. I don't even know if there's a like on there, but if there is, just do it. If you haven't left a review, leave a review. Hey, even if it's a three star, you're like, oh, some of his episodes are entertaining, but for the most part, he's just talking out of his ass. Do it. I don't care. Do it. Helps me out. Share it on Facebook. I don't know. Tell your mom about it. Maybe a friend's like, hey, I need a new podcast to listen to. You could be like, hey, I have this. There's this very mediocre one that I kind of like sometimes. Check it out. Maybe you'll like it a little more. I don't know. Just spread the word, you know. 
helps me out. God, my fucking neighbor's like hammering some shit. And if it gets picked up on here, I'm going to be pretty upset about it. <sighs> what else? What else has been going on in my life? So I have this theory, and I think I'm pretty, uh, I think it's pretty accurate. So, going back to bar situations, um, I noticed, you know, when people get drinking, you know, you see the PDA. Now, if I see a young 21, 22-year-olds making out because they're drunk, you know, their hormones are raging and they're just want trying to get their dick wet or their taco tapped or, you know, you know, he's trying to just get the roast beef, you know, he's trying to stuff your roast beef. I get it. I get the PDA, you know, you probably still some 90% of them probably still live with their mom. You know, they got to make out and then probably go fuck in the car or something like that, you know, but when you're 50, <laughs> Go home. There should be absolutely no reason why you're making out at my bar, making us want to throw up and being all disgusted. Go home. And the reason I say this is, or the reason I think, this is my theory, why people don't, because what I've noticed is, when I see like fifty-year-olds just necking, just swallowing each other's fucking faces, um, I have like oh, to me when you make out that passionately, where I could just see your boner through your jeans, it implies to me you that that that. You don't get to do that that often. Which to me, when you're 50, I don't see why you wouldn't. Like, you do whatever the fuck you want. You should be able to see and make out with this person whenever you want. Unless you're stepping out or you're married or you're seeing someone. And this is the side piece. This is the one that fucks you in your car. Fucks you in a hotel or, you know, you're both stepping out behind someone else's back so y'all don't get to do this that often. Because to me, hey, if you're making out at the bar, just close your fucking tab. Go home and, I don't know, fuck, just go home. Go fuck. Go get it out of your system. Go give her the good two solid pumps. And, you know, get it over with. Why stay out in public just making out? Just go home. Go fuck. I don't understand. The only reason why you would not go home and just do that is if you can't. That's my assumption. Is the reason you don't go home to fuck is because you can't. Or you just get a kick out of fucking every. 30 random strangers watching you make out at the bar like you're fucking 18. 
because the only time I've ever made out that passionately was like on the side of your school in high school. You got your girlfriend by herself and you're just fucking. You don't know what the hell you're licking all over her teeth and all kinds of shit. Just fucking going to town. That is probably the only time it's okay. Because you're just fuck you're you're fucking three inch hard on his fucking firm fucking just stone and your hormones are all over the place and you're fucking going through puberty and you're jerking off like four times a day which we've all done it but when you're 50 maybe pop the viagra once you get home you know but that's what i'm saying my theory is they don't they can't go home i don't otherwise i don't understand because if I feel like fucking, I'm going to go fuck. I'm like, hey, let's get out of here. We've had enough drinks, obviously. Let's go home and fuck. But they know, they never do that. So I'm starting to think, I think it's because y'all can't. You have to get it out here because you have to go back to your your homes where your wife or your husband or your girlfriend or your whatever is already there waiting. You bastard. Hey, do what you want. That's why I don't do relationships. Nah. But that's my theory. I could be wrong. I don't know. But just from my personal experiences that I've seen, that's kind of what it comes off as. It always just kind of seems like they're there because they have nowhere to go. They don't want to spend any money at, you know, some hotel or some shitty hotel which I know a lot of guys that have done that you sickos and I also recently just had a guy come in bragging to his friend about paying for a hooker and that once he was done I guess once he came That he told her, sorry, that he told her, hey, get out. So I was eavesdropping as I do when I bartend. And he was bragging about how he banged the hooker that he paid for. And then he told her, get out. I have to work tomorrow. And that she was like appalled because he immediately made her leave once he came or some shit like that. And I go. Uh, th- this this story has to be fucking altered in some way, because one, she got paid. So it's not trust me, this was not a it's not a good looking dude. All right. This wasn't a Brad Pitt or some shit. This was some random as disgusting, dirty looking motherfucker. All right. She already got your money. Okay. She got your money. Okay. She doesn't give one fuck about you being like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah. She already got your money. She knows it's time to go. Maybe she was just like, damn, let me put my shoes on, douche. With your tiny two-pump dick. 
because for one, you're paying for sex. Which I'm on. I'm here to say on record that I have never and would <laughs> and would never pay for sex. Ever. So the fact that this guy was bragging about it blew my fucking mind. Because how is that something to brag about? Uh, No. No. Don't brag about that. You know, most people brag about, like, their jobs, their careers, or their they're failing podcasts <laughs> or something, you know, something that took a little work. All you did was pay a hooker with your, you know, ITC fucking <laughs> refinery job, you know. When we're in, we've gotten to the point now where people are bragging about banging hookers. We've done it, America. We've made it. This is, we're living the dream, you know. But hey, if you want to pay for hookers? Do what you do. What you do, man. I ain't gonna knock you for it, but don't brag about it, okay? Don't brag about it. You're not cool. It's not cool. You know. Also, if you're over 18, stop with the hickeys, okay? We don't like it. I don't even know why you like it. I, I, I mean, I guess maybe it could feel good to, to a certain degree to some people, whatever. But, hey, stop. <laughs> Tell them no. Okay? Tell them. No. When he's like. No. Don't do it. Shit, throw an elbow if you have to. Like. Or at least do it where we can't fucking see it. Because it looks so disgustingly trashy. It's just. Ugh. This girl that used to work with me, she would she would always have them. She would always post snaps and Instagrams and there would or pictures on Instagram that you could always see them. And I was just like, I would always just feel compelled to give her shit about it because I was like, why do you have the? Why do you even want to post pictures with them? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's disgusting. You know. And eventually, I offended her, and she was like, I fucking like them. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, that's fine, but fuck, why do you? Have, why do we have to get punished by fucking looking at them? Jesus Christ. Also, I'm sure she was fucking multiple dudes, so it's like, oh, whoa, wait, wait, wait to rat yourself out. Dumbass. Jesus. Be better. I don't know. Then again, even when I was 17, I was never really a fan of them. Like, what's the point? I mean, I guess back then, you know, before you've had sex, you know, the one way you could brag about, oh, I hooked up with a girl is if you're like, watch, when you see her, she's going to have a hickey on her neck. And you could be like, that was me, blah, blah, blah. 
But when you're 30, ew, you're gross. Like, I can't even shake your hand. Cause I'm, if you allow that, you probably, if you allow hickeys, you don't wipe your ass right. I'm saying that. I'm going on record that if you enjoy and give hickeys or receive hickeys, you can't wipe your ass correctly. It's a fact. It's a fact. I don't even, I'm not even going to, if somebody tried to debate me on it, I'd be like, nah. Nah. It's a fact. You're a garbage person. If you like hickeys, you drink Long Islands, and you can't wipe your ass properly. Fact. Facts. I'm just dropping knowledge right now. I should call this segment dropping knowledge because they're facts. Or dropping, or state, I don't know, whatever. But it's a fact. You're gross, and you're a garbage person. <laughs> Get off my my fucking high horse, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. But I mean, honestly, ask yourself. Who are the people that you always see with, like, hickeys and stuff? Right? Dude, need I say more? Need I say more? <laughs> They're usually smelly, right? Some of them, most of them, 80% of them, right? They're always like, ah, oh, you know, she looks like she doesn't wash her hair, you know? <laughs> you know? Uh. The dudes, I don't mean to stereotype, but it's usually, you know, some wannabe like thug looking dudes, you know, their pants hanging halfway off their ass, you know, obviously didn't graduate high school. <laughs> uh, some, some very, <laughs> uh, some very, uh, Pete looking motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. I had to. It just, it, it, I just had to. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. So, look, let's say, for example, let's just do build a scenario, right? We're going to name the guy Pete. I don't know why, but we're going to name the guy Pete. All right. We'll go with Pete, right? You know, usually they have like a bald fade, it's real short. And then when they let it grow out too long and it's like this long, it looks fucking disgusting. And, you know, they're always, I'm sure that when they're at home, they walk around in wife beaters <laughs> and basketball shorts. <laughs> uh, right? Right? Okay. And then, you know, they'll, you know, they'll go to a house party, right? Because that's what they do, house parties. And they'll look for the, the, the one, they, they're, they're searching for the duff, the one duff that he knows. You know, it's like when a lion, Looks for, you know, the the injured gazelle, you know, the the overweight gazelle, the one that he's like, easy target. I can maul that one real quick. Well, that's, you know, that's the hickey givers. That's what they do. So they're looking like, which bitch? <laughs> which one of these bitches would let me fuck without a condom? That's, you know, that's their thought process, right? So like, who can I fuck? Without a condom. And then they see her. Choo -choo! Zoom in. Turn the night vision on. <laughs> and they see her from across the room. And that's when Pete knows. That one. <laughs> that one. 
Yeah, and then they go off and have their like six kid or something. Sorry, Pete. My bad, bro. I just had to use you as an example. Let's keep going, though, right? That was pretty funny. All right, let's keep going. So he sees her, right? He sees her across the room. He walks up with his shirt that's two sizes too big. Suh. That's how they start. Suh. Name's Pete. And then, at least in my neck of the woods, it's it has to be, I picture a, an overweight Hispanic girl. Let's let's say that. That seems like <laughs> that would be the like Pete's type, you know, right? And just you know, Pete's. This is a hypoth. This is a make believe character that I've made of. I've used some influences from things in real life, but let's just Pete's a made up guy. Um. So yeah. So he sees her, right? This overweight Hispanic girl, right? <laughs> I'm enjoying this so much. Um. So he walks up. So. Name's Pete. What do I like to do in my spare time? Oh, you know. Eat. Gears of War. And I love telling people they're wrong. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, and I drink Budweiser. They, they always drink. Oh, my God. Yes. They always drink Budweiser. That's the other thing. Always. That's it. All they drink. Budweiser. That's it. Budweiser. Nothing else. Right. So then this overweight Hispanic girl, like her name's like Dolores or some shit. He's like Dolores, huh? I like that. I like that. That's that's class. <laughs> that's that's a pretty uh nice name you got there. It's pretty classy. It's classy in his neck of the woods, you know. So he begins to chatter up, like, "Can I get you a bud?" <laughs> you like a bud? She's like, yeah, I'll take a bud. You know. So they're sitting there drinking their Budweiser's, getting tongue gunk and shit from all the yeast. And then that's when finally he's like, I'm going to make my move, right? So he like takes her maybe to the spare bedroom or to the side of the house or something like that, right? <laughs> and then he makes his move. They probably make out for like a good two minutes before he's like, it's fucking hickey time, right? It's fucking hickey time. And then basically by the time they come back in the party, bitch has at least three on each side, maybe three on one side, two on the other, you know, a little unbalanced, you know, but probably because the other one's like on her areola or something. Because Dolores obviously has fucking pepperoni size areolas you know what i'm saying like them big not i'm not talking silver dollar right i'm talking about coaster size you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh shit i'm going to hell if there is one <laughs> right so then obviously they're like when are we gonna or pete's like when are we gonna fuck and then, you know, she fights him a little bit, like, trying to pretend like she's classy a little bit. Like, no, I don't fuck on the first whatever. And he's like, nah. We're going to fuck, all right? We're going to 
fuck. So then they get, you know, they end up dating for six months or whatever it is. You know, they cheat on each other, but come back together, right? Because the hickey bond is a strong bond, right? <laughs> and then they have like a, they're, you know, she's probably on her 18th kid and he's probably on his like ninth. So, you know, he says, hey. Why don't we just make it 10? <laughs> and that's how it goes, you know? So, moral of the story, kids. Don't give out hickeys. Because you're a garbage person. You drink Budweiser's. You drink Long Island's. You like hickeys. And... You wear wife beaters and you don't wipe your ass properly. All right. Like, that's a fact. You're welcome. Life lessons. At the end of every episode, I'm going to have life lessons. This life lessons don't give hickeys. Do I look gay sitting like this? Probably. But hey, guess what? I don't care. All right. It's comfortable. All right. I got to I gotta keep moving around. All right? I got to stay comfortable. And for those that are only listening, this doesn't refer to you at all. But I am going to be trying to post more videos. Um, that way we can, you know, share it around. You know, blah, 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 whatever. All right. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to end it here. Uh, it was a good story time, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was just a fictional character I made up, you know? But I think I'm gonna stick with if it, if the shoe fits, I'll just stick with using like Pete as my you know uh, fictional guy. <laughs> but anyways, guys, uh, I'm gonna try to make this more regular. Uh, so next Friday, I'll have another one. Maybe I'll have somebody else with me this time. Maybe I'll have two people with me next time. Who knows? We'll see. You know, never know what's gonna happen here on the Freedom of Speech podcast. That was my radio guy voice. No, not really. That was like my movie guy voice. Doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, once again, guys, for those of you that listen, and for those of you that listen regularly, I appreciate it. Um, But just, hey, tell your friends. Hit the like button. Share it. You know, don't be a douche. Takes two seconds. Come on, guys. I'm putting out high-quality entertainment, you know? High-quality entertainment. So, hey, let people know. Share it, you know. Share it on Facebook. Share it on your Instagram. You can follow, actually, and you can follow the page on Facebook and Instagram, you know. So, go do that. Freedom of Speech Podcast. Uh, I think it's something like that on Instagram. And on Facebook, yeah, I don't even know how to promote my own shit. And then on Facebook, it's just Freedom of Speech, I'm pretty sure. Freedom spelled, like, free. And then dumb, like, oh, I'm dumb, you know. But anyways, guys, um, next Friday. We'll see. Uh, well, not we'll see. I'm going to do it, all right? I got to get rid of that. Get rid of the we'll sees. I got to do it. And, uh, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll catch you next time.